0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We're always encouraged to know God is working through New Beginnings to touch lives. So if you have a story to share of how God's working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at newbeginningsnj.org. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Hi everyone, or welcome to New Beginnings Church family. It's so good to be with you here for the midweek service. Listen, we'd like to just welcome all of you. Um, if this is your first time with us, we want to connect with you, get to know you a little bit, and you could do that by clicking the connect button at the top of the screen. And let me introduce myself. If we don't know each other, my name is Pastor Mike, and we're one of the assistant campus pastors in Bayville. So I'd like to give a shout out to the Bayville campus, as well as the Brick campus and our newest campus in Wall Township. So we're so excited about today's message and the message that God has given me. I have to be transparent with you today. I kind of went back and forth on this message a little bit, kind of in my daily devotional prayer time each day, asking God, God, what would you like me to talk about? What would you like me to share with our church family today? And this message that kept coming up in my heart, and I went back and forth a little bit saying, yeah, but you know what, God, most people have heard this already. A lot of people, when they hear a message like this, they shut down. So I want to take this time today to ask you to please don't shut down as we talk about the love of God today. Listen, let's listen together and see what the Holy Spirit wants to accomplish today with this message. So I'm here to tell you that this is the type of message that I hope we get into our hearts today and have an understanding of how much the Father truly loves us. See, I believe the Holy Spirit wants to stir something up inside of us today. And my prayer today is that if you're struggling with fear, worry, anxiety, depression, that you will have a breakthrough, a breakthrough of the awesome love of God, that he desires for all of us to live a life free of those type of struggles, that no matter what, no matter what comes up, that the Father in heaven will always, I'll say it again, always, always comes through. And so in Psalm 94, 14, for the Lord will never walk away from his cherished ones, nor would he forsake his chosen ones who belong to him. At an early age, I received the Lord. I prayed the prayer of salvation in my early years as a teenager. In other words, I asked Jesus to come into my life and be the Lord and Savior of my life at the age of 12. I can remember it like as if it was yesterday. I was attending a breakfast meeting with my father on a Saturday morning, and honestly, at 12 years old, I just wanted to hang out with my dad. I wanted to grab a free breakfast and just spend some time with him. And this was a particular Saturday morning when there's there was a larger group of men in this meeting that we were attending. We were a little bit late to the meeting and I wasn't, I wasn't sitting next to my dad because there wasn't two seats available. So I was kind of sitting in a different area than he was. And at the end of the meeting, we all stood up. Now picture this, 75 men in a room, approximately, and we all stood up, held hands and started praying together. And for the first time in my life, the love of God came over me like never before. All of a sudden, tears were flowing down my face like someone threw a bucket of water over my head. It was an amazing time that I'd never sensed before. And my point is that for the first time, I sensed the love of God like never before. And that's what I wanna talk to you about today. So the first scripture that I learned was John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I know. This is a very popular scripture, and most of you are probably saying, Pastor Mike, I thought you were going to share something awesome with us today. Be patient. Let's walk through this together and see what the Holy Spirit wants to accomplish today. See, most people read John 3.16, and they think it means that Jesus came, he died for our sins, he rose again, and then Someday we'll go home to heaven and spend eternity with God. And even though that's all true, That's not really what John 3.16 is saying. So let's break this down and get an understanding. Sometimes popular scriptures, we read them over and over again, and we don't get the true meaning out of them. So today, I wanna kinda break this down for us a little bit. See, most people are in need of healing, or they need their finances to be fixed, deliverance, or their relationships to be worked on. Really what we truly need today is a relationship with God. We're working through some very different times, some very challenging times, times we haven't experienced before. And if we don't understand the importance of building a relationship with Christ, then we'll live, even as Christians, hear me, we'll live a very frustrating and exasperating life. Yes, Jesus had to come to forgive our sins, but did you ever ask yourself, why did he have to do this? Why did he have to come to forgive our sins? Why did the father send him? The true reason of why Jesus had to come and die on the cross was because the father desired a relationship with us. Sin had put up this wall between us and the father. He could not come into relationship with us with sin in the way. So Jesus had to come to break that wall that was dividing us and the father from coming into relationship. The father desired to be in relationship with us to the point of allowing his one and only son to brutally die on the cross. We can never deny the importance of a relationship. With the Father. And one of the benefits of coming into relationship with the Father is everlasting life. And most people believe everlasting life only means when we die, we spend forever with the Father. That is one aspect. Of everlasting life that we can say is the quantitative part the quantity of time in which someday when we go home to be with the Father that we will spend eternity with him but there's another part of everlasting life that most of us are missing and that's the part I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about in John 3:36 it says he who believes in the son has everlasting life. It doesn't say will have everlasting life. It says we have everlasting life. So as soon as you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you receive everlasting life. It doesn't start when you go home to be with the father, it starts here on earth. That is the qualitative part of eternal life. That is the quality of life that the father desires for us to live here on earth. So we have the quantitative part of eternal life, which will be that part in which we will go home someday to the father and spend eternity with him. But today I want us to see the qualitative part of eternal life, that quality of life that comes from having a relationship with the Father. So what is eternal life? It's not just living forever or just living forever in heaven. In John 17, one through three, Let's read this. After saying all these things, now this is Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane getting ready to accomplish his mission that the Father had given him. And so it says, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. He, Jesus, gives eternal life to each one you have given him. Jesus has been given the authority and the power to give us eternal life. And what is that? To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. To know the Father, that shows relationship. That shows intimacy with the Father and Jesus. That's why Jesus gave us eternal life, so that way we can come into relationship with the Father, so that we can have the intimacy, the relationship that the Father desires for us to have. Jesus, the author of eternal life, said, It's knowing the only true God and Jesus Christ. It's not just about an intellectual knowledge. It's more about an intimacy with the father. Even the enemy, Satan, has intellectual knowledge, but he has no relationship with the father. So the father desires for us to have an intimate relationship with him. It's about a relationship and intimacy with God. In verse three of what we just read, it uses the word, no. No. That word goes all the way back to the Old Testament in Genesis 4, where it says that Adam knew his wife Eve and they had a son. That word, no, shows such an intimacy, a true intimacy with the father. And that's the type of relationship that he desires to have with us, an intimate relationship he desires. So now we know eternal life is knowing God and Jesus in a personal, intimate way. So we can go back to John three sixteen, where it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, perish, I'm sorry, but have everlasting life. We can put it this way. If you and I confessed that Jesus is our savior, our sins are forgiven, and if we're truly born again and our lives were changed, we would die and go immediately to heaven, that would be great. And some of us are saying, wow, that would be awesome. We wouldn't have to deal with all these challenges on earth, but we would have missed the whole purpose of why Jesus came. The purpose was that God wanted to have an intimate, intimate relationship with his people, not just in heaven, but right now, God desires to know you, to have an intimate relationship with you, In John 3.36, it said, he who believes in the son has everlasting life. It's not just reserved for when we die. We have it now. And I want us to understand this because we're in some tough times. We're walking through some challenges we haven't walked through before. We need to understand. We need to develop this relationship with Christ, that God kind of relationship with him that he desires, In Ephesians 3, 14 through 19, bear with me as I read this to you. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family and heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to his riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, Now, verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Faith is what pleases God. Faith is what's going to help us come into that relationship with Christ. And then it goes on and it says that you being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. It passes our understanding that you may be filled with the fullness of God. See, we can live an everlasting life, eternal life here on earth, full of the love of God. And when we get that type of understanding of his love, we can accomplish so many different things. We look at the challenges in which we experience in life so much different than we have before because we have that fullness of God in our hearts, that love of God which passes all understanding. See, true Christianity is not made up of rules or formulas. I know Christ is real because I have a relationship with him. I have with him, not because I follow 10 steps to better living, but because of this relationship that we have built with the Father, everything Everything centers around a relationship with God. I know he's real because I have that deep relationship with him. I know we must be rooted and grounded in love so we can experience, we can walk in the fullness of God's love. I have seen his great love on me and my family and I desire for you to have that type of relationship with Christ Christ. And we know as we experience that fullness of him, that God causes everything to work out for our good. In Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. When we feel find that type of love in our relationship with Christ, there is nothing we can't overcome. When we walk in that fullness of love, there is nothing that will seem impossible for God to accomplish in our lives. Let me illustrate by telling you this story. Most of you know, anyone who's known me for a period of time, you know that I'm in the construction field, that that's what I do for a living. And for many years, I've been in that field And just, I guess it was about two and a half years, three years ago, I had completed a very large roofing and siding job in Asbury Park for a building contractor that I've worked for in the past. And I've worked for this contractor for several years. And most of the time, or pretty much every time I've completed a job for him, I received payment. But for some reason, after I completed this particular job, we waited several weeks and payment didn't come in. So, I had one of the girls in our office reach out to their office, and they said, "Listen, the owner is out right now. He's he went on vacation. He'll be back soon, and as soon as he comes back, he'll sign the check and send it to you." So, you know, another several weeks passed and we still hadn't received payment. And I was told after we reached out again that he would be in touch. Now, after this, almost a month went by, now I knew something wasn't right. We were kind of getting the runaround. And of course, after calling him several times, there was no response. So what I did was I contacted one of his employees whom I built a relationship over the years with, and I asked him, what's going on? We haven't received payment for this particular job. and. Unbeknownst to us, the contractor was filing for bankruptcy. Now normally, I gotta be honest, normally I would start freaking out at this point. Normally this would become huge for me. This wasn't just a little bit of money. This was a lot. And this job had taken place in November. So not only did he owe us a lot of money, I was going into our slow season. This was extremely difficult for our company. It was like the perfect storm And honestly, between the amount of money and the time of year, this could have put us into bankruptcy. But instead of freaking out, I started praying. I already had an understanding of how much my father loves me, an understanding that all things work together for the good of those who loved God. So I needed wisdom from God how to deal with this type of situation i found out from some of the employees of this particular contractor that he was paid in full from the owner so now let me show let me just share this with you the enemy always, always gives himself away. The contractor was paid in full and yet wasn't paying out to the subcontractors. I knew the enemy was at work here. So the first thing we did was took authority over the enemy and over the things that he was trying to accomplish. God has blessed us with this business to be a blessing to others. And the enemy was trying to take us out. And what I want to share with you is when things start to go perhaps in a direction that you don't understand or we don't understand, understand this, God, Jesus has given us authority through what he did on the cross. We could teach on that for over an hour. He's given us authority. And so I needed to take authority over the enemy. And after praying, On this and taking authority over the enemy, God gave us the wisdom to write a letter to the owner of the home in which the work was done. And in that letter, we expressed to the owner that all their warranties would be void on their roof and their siding, that all the warranties would be void And to make a long story short, the day the contractor was going to sign the bankruptcy papers, a matter of fact, four hours before he was going to sign those papers, the contractor called me and told me Come and pick up your check. He didn't wind up paying anyone else. But you know what? God's favor is upon us. I don't tell you this to brag on me. I tell you this to brag on God. Even when fear tries to set in, remember how much God loves us us. I said it in the beginning of the message in Psalm 94:14 for the Lord will never walk away from his cherished ones or would he forsake his chosen ones who belong to him? And if you belong to him, he'll never forsake you. He'll never leave you. The love he has for you is so wide, so deep, so long and high that it cannot be measured. Listen, again, times may change, but God's love never changes. His love remains the same for us. Satan is a liar and a thief, and he will try and steal our relationship away from the Father by getting us to believe that God couldn't possibly love us couldn't possibly love us. Look what you did in the past. Look what you're doing now. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what you've been through. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus in Romans 8.1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as their personal Lord and Savior. Remember, 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 the love of God has nothing to do with our past. It has nothing to do with our present or our future. It has to do with Jesus and all that he accomplished on the cross. And I want us also to remember this. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us and nothing can separate us from the love of God. In Romans eight thirty eight, it says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through him who loved us so much that he died for us. For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Today, with a better understanding of God's love, no matter what we walk through. I know that I know that I know that my Father in heaven will always provide, always restore, always, always protect. We can live at a level that we aren't bothered by the things that seem to bother other people. When we comprehend this type of love, that God kind of love, there's nothing, nothing we can't walk through. If you've never experienced this God kind of love, I ask you today, would you like to receive Jesus as your Lord and savior? If you would, Please pray this prayer with me today. I want you to experience from the bottom of my heart the true God kind of love. So for the first time, if you've never said this prayer before, just please repeat after me. It's so simple. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross, taking my place and taking my sin upon yourself. I realize that I could not have any relationship with you on the basis of my works. But I thank you that in Christ, I am forgiven. And right now, if I haven't done so before, I receive you into my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins was raised on the third day. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. See, if you've prayed that for the first time today, I believe in my heart that you are going to experience that God kind of love. And you could build block upon block, steady little by little, and experience the God kind of love by going through the word of God, by studying the word of God just like we did today, simply studying how much through the word God loves you and me. I'm gonna leave you with this scripture today. My prayer today for all of us who are listening and everyone who may listen to this in the future. 2 Thessalonians 3, 5 in the New Living Translation. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. Listen, I wanna thank each and every one of you for listening today. I hope that God kind of love has touched your hearts today. And my prayer is that you will continue to build your relationship with Christ to experience that love. We can walk through anything with the fullness of God's love. Here at New Beginnings Church, we love you guys. Thank you for connecting with us during midweek services. Don't forget our services on the weekend, Saturday at 6 and Sunday at 9.30 and 11. You can go right on our website, click the church at home button. And we wanna say thank Thank you so much for your faithfulness and giving. If you would like to give, please, you can go right online on our website, click the give button, or go right at the top of the screen and click the give button. We love you guys. We can't wait to be gathering together. Soon we pray. God, God loves you so much. Remember that. And we hope to see you all very soon. God bless.